Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, we live and work in a world filled with lost and hopeless people who are broken from the inside out. You may look at them and see normal, but inside they're destroyed. And many of them are thinking of destroying themselves. So, but how do... How do we as Christ followers minister to the broken and the hopeless all around us at work? What does it look like? How do we get started? Today, we're going to hear a story from Rob Decker. He has a story of brokenness that started at his very conception of his birth and carried through to a failed suicide. In the deep, deep darkness, Jesus was there to heal and restore. And today, Rob Decker is here to share his story so we can know how to help those just like him that we work alongside each and every day. Rob Decker, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to share today with you. So, and we're grateful that you were willing to reach out and that you're calling in today from Colorado. We're super excited about all that. You know, let's just start off with just why. Why are you here on I Work For Him today? Tell us your story. Um, you know, I have a story of, of redemption and recovery and grace and forgiveness and healing and love. And and so um, a little bit about my background and my testimony is that I was born to a woman who wasn't supposed to have kids. Um, and then when she got pregnant with me, uh, she was encouraged to have an abortion. Well, six months into uh, her birthing me, she met a gentleman who would become my father and um, they would have my sister. Well, throughout our, our young childhood, um, I would say roughly, I was five years old, just graduated kindergarten. I found out that my dad wasn't my dad and that my sister wasn't my full blooded sister. And so from a very early age, you know, I think when you were talking about being conceived, like, very early on. I mean, even talking about my mom's background and what she came out of, she was raped and abused and neglected and she ran away from home. And, and so, you know, I was born into this and, and, um, as I started getting older, what would happen was that I would see, um, I would witness a lot of arguing, fighting and drugs and alcohol and just a lot of chaos in my house. And, you know, there was a huge separation between my sister and I, um, because that was her dad and not my full-blooded dad. And, you know, mom did what she could do to protect me and still show me love. But, you know, there was two troubled people raising two children. And um, over time, like, the situations in our house got worse and worse with uh, the violence. And, you know, to the point where cops would come over and arrest my dad. And, um, you know, he would get out and things would continue. Well, eventually the drugs, the alcohol, the abuse got so bad that my parents split up. Um, but when that happened, I developed a drug and alcohol problem. You know, I used drugs and alcohol initially as uh, experimental. And, and I'm talking about high school. So I started experimenting and it was a cool little getaway. You know, um, it was just something different and I didn't really have to feel in a sense. And but what happened is that I started leaning on the drugs and the alcohol a lot more. And then uh, it took more alcohol, you know, and I got mm -hmm. more daring with it. Um, but then that also opened up the door for even new drugs and trying different kinds of stuff. And so, you know, then by the time I was 
18, 19 years old. I'd been arrested a few times and um, kicked out of where where we were living, and I was a full-blown alcoholic. Um, I pro- I couldn't go very long without getting drunk, and and um, throughout my 20s, I would get involved in these relationships with young ladies, and um, they would become very destructive because I had insecurities and trust issues, and you know, I was fighting all the time uh, with them, or, you know, I'd go out to the bars and the clubs and get in skirmishes with people and then get arrested for this stuff. And so eventually by the time I was about 28, 29 years old, you know, now I'm a drug addict and alcoholic. I have a lot of unresolved childhood issues. I'm pretty distant, distant from my parents and my sister. And I met a young lady while I was dating another a young lady and got involved with her. Well, unfortunately, that relationship was extremely chaotic because at this point in my life, like I needed um, that kind of chaos. It was a form of stimulation, and it's what I knew. It's what I re- I was raised seeing, and so you know it was familiar to me. And so um, I got involved with this young lady. We ended up having to separate due to the physical violence and. In that time of separation, I found the Lord, and I was invited to a Bible study, and I received Jesus. Well, her, she found another occupation, um, and um, I found out about that occupation um, a couple months into my salvation, and I, you know, I cared about her, and so I reached out back to her, and and we came back together again, and and in that, you know. Again, it was a place that I shouldn't have been, and eventually it led to the cops being called and me being accused of rape and attempted murder. And at that time, when I was accused of those things, um, I was just hopeless and fearful and broken, and I felt betrayed, and in that betrayal, I just said, you know, I'm, I'm over this life. I'm over this lifestyle. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform, and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast podcast platform. That's I Work For Him Power Pod. Take control of your listening time today. Hey, we're talking with Rob Decker from Rob Decker Speaks. Let's get back to the conversation. Rob, you're at the end of your rope. What did you decide to do? Opted to run headfirst out of a three-story loft window with the intention of breaking my neck and killing myself. And on the way down, um, my my foot clip and awning changed my fall. And uh, I ended up broken to pieces on the ground. I broke my both my arms, broke my back, collapsed my lungs, and um, went to the hospital. Ten hours surgery. Woke up to the police coming into the hospital and um, handcuffing me to the bed and um, hitting me with rape and murder charges um, in a million dollar bail. And. Uh, while I was there in the hospital, I was uh, having a conversation with the Lord, and I was asking him, like, what's going on here? What are we going to do? And all of a sudden, this overwhelming 
peace came over me and I hear this powerful still voice say, the charges will be dropped, your bills will be paid, and you will walk again. And um, shortly after that, um, the detectives came in and, and they relieved me of all charges. They did try to come back at another time and put them back on me. But at that point when I was in the hospital, um, I was relieved of the charges. And then after a couple of weeks, I um, had another surgery and I was able to, I don't know if you call it walking. <laughs> I was dragging my left foot and I was able to um, walk with my right, my right leg. And so that began um, a process of, you know, spiritual and physical healing that needed to take place in me emotional as well. You know, uh, as soon as I got out, I went to go live with my mom. And um, while I was staying in my mom's house, you know, I, um, I broke down and I, I realized that that woman, through all the things she had gone through, because now I got to actually get to know my mom. I never got to know my mom before. And in that process, like I fell in love with my mom and I thank God and I thank her. But I thank God for giving her to me as my mom. So um, let's let's just step back for a minute. I mean, you just described, you know, a childhood where your mom was encouraged to abort you, where there was violence, yeah. there's there's drugs, there's alcohol, there's abuse. You 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 take that into your own adulthood, and you're just broken from the inside out. Is your story yeah, sure. really that different from, except for the failed suicide at the end, is your story, I mean, you've been sharing the story now for years, is your story of brokenness that different from many of the other stories you've heard while you've been out there speaking? No, actually, no. Um, I think what does separate is the actual suicide attempts. Um, um, there, are a lot, there are a lot of people that have, um, drug and alcohol addictions due to unresolved issues from their childhood, a disconnection from their parents, maybe no relationship with their parents. Um, you know, I always look at drugs and alcohol as a form of medication for me. And so um, I believe that there, I know for a fact, because I've had these conversations with people, that a lot of people can resonate in my story because they see themselves in it. So I, I believe that's also a lot more common than we think. Um, you know, another part of my story is I was molested when I was a young man. And, you know, there's a lot of men that will never want to come out and admit something like that. But when you're transparent um, and vulnerable uh, with your stories uh, with others, then, you know, sometimes people will pull you aside mm -hmm. or, or call you or email you and, and they'll be like, this is right. what happened, man. And, and thank you so much for speaking up and sharing because I never thought, I had a guy who was just like, I buried this situation in my heart for such a long time. And I just thank you for sharing yours so that you can bring that out. And I had a guy that was uh, put a gun to his head and uh, he was going to commit suicide yeah. and, and um, showed up at the church out of that. And we had a deep conversation. And, and what happened was is I relived everything I had been through to him. And in turn, he no longer felt alone. And, and now he's doing great in life. You know, I was wow. able to share some stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I know that the Lord uses a lot of that stuff. There's the best part is that uh, there's going to be people across the world that I never meet that hear the story and find hope in it right. and change change their lives. And so, 
you know, I can only give you a handful of examples of people I've talked right. to. But, you so, know, so, Rob, I want to let our point. listeners know again that we are speaking with Rob Decker, and he has a website, robdeckerspeaks.com. And I just want to make sure that you know that you can connect to him and hear more if this is something that, you know, either hearing a little bit of, of your background, maybe it spurs in, in a listener, you know, that... Um, I know somebody that's hurting. It may look very different than what you went through, but at the same time, hurt is hurt and pain is pain. And mm-hmm. and figuring out what to do with that is such an important part of it. So you were saying, I, I'm so glad that you've just been uh, able to be so transparent and tell people what you've gone through. As you went through, um, you know, physical healing, you said began and spiritual healing. And um, how are you able then to uh, share that with people and actually help them? Well, I get to use the examples of everything that I went through, right? And then I get to share what forgiveness looks like and what grace looks like and healing. You know, I, I, you know... (laughs) Another quick little story. I had a gentleman who was suicidal and depressed. And because of the things that I went through as a child and being able to look at my parents for what they went through and to be able to forgive them, which gave me healing, I was able to deliver that information um, to another gentleman. And that gentleman, um, things changed for him after we had that conversation because mm-hmm. You know, we look we look at our own trauma and we look at our own troubles, but sometimes we gotta look at the people that we receive those from. You know, a lot of times it's learned behavior, it's passed down to us, it's a generational curse, whatever it may be. The moment we get to recognize it and then like kind of look at where we received it, well, now we can look at them and understand where they came from, hmm. and then and afford them the forgiveness and and the grace that God has given us. You well, know, and so. That was huge in my healing process. And that's really what my question was earlier. It wasn't to downplay your story, but to but to really exemplify or amplify the fact that these stories of broken children who are now adults who've never had the opportunity to really heal. And just as God was able to bring supernatural healing to your body, along with a few screws and nuts and, you know, wire mesh and things like that, but he also was able to restore your soul and to bring healing to your mind. And that's available to everybody. And so I want to finish up the conversation and really bring this to home in the workplace because we are surrounded by Mm. people as you know in neighborhoods in our workplaces in our grocery store all over the place we're surrounded by people who are broken who who feel hopeless uh and and they're looking for a solution and you and me we know the solution we know what can bring healing what is the best way to open that conversation up when you could just tell that someone appears to be hurting? Uh, just be Jesus to people, man. You what know, does that look um, like? What's that look like? My, 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 my thing is this, is I, I'm not always preaching the gospel, but you know, you're being, you're, you're, you're being kind to people. Um, and for me, you know, I've always been able to tell if someone was going through something or, you know, even when I first meet someone, I, I can, I can really open up and, and share a little bit of my story and, and every situation is different. You know, not everyone's prepared for it. And, and what happens is uh, like what we're doing now is when I can really open up again, other people are going to open up as well. And so, you know, everybody's going through something uh, mm. these days and, and just to be, 
um, a smiling face and courteous to people and kind and, and loving and understanding and, and non-judgmental, you know, um, everybody has their walls up, you know, and, and so if you can walk around with a, a smile on your face and an open heart and a hand to help, like, I mean, those little things, I mean, just smiling at someone could make someone's day. You never know what someone's going through. Um, but then again, other opportunities are going to open where you really get to pour in the, to the life of people. I've had some of my most amazing conversations with people that I only met one time right. and I'll probably never talk to again. But those were the doors that were opened and I took advantage of that, you know, um, because I know that what I have inside of me is for everybody and you want to give that away. I mean, God showed me up with so much goodness, like, I want to give it away because I want, I've been healed. I want other people to heal. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in the mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manual are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. Thanks for going digital. Hey, we're talking with Rob Decker from Rob Decker Speaks. Let's get back to the conversation. That makes me want to ask another question then. So if we get the opportunity to start this conversation, which we're given the opportunity, it's whether we we take advantage of it, right? And, And like you said, whether it's starting with a smiling face or opening a door, what if we get to the point where we're talking with somebody Um, And we, you know that they need to hear about God's ability to heal. What can you, what can we tell them? They need to hear about God's healing? Yeah. 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 I mean, what can we tell them about? I mean, you tell us about how you experience God's healing in your life so that we can know what we could tell other people. I mean, some people have never seen the kind of miraculous healing that you've had in your body and your mind and your soul. Talk about that. Well, a lot of it had to do with submission and understanding and, and, and understanding that I had a purpose in this life. And, you know, everybody serves a purpose and we all serve different, different purposes. We're all different parts of the body. And, you know, just being able to um, understand, like trying to deliver the message that you are loved. And, um, and a, lot of, a lot of times with me, and, and I have to go back to me and my healing because um, that's how I, I relate to people. Right. Um, you know, you just got to ask questions, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I'm asking questions and I'm like, well, you know, do you pray? Do you get on your knees? Do you, do you talk to them? Even if you don't believe in God, have you even given that an opportunity? Have you given that a shot? I mean, what's the worst that could happen for something you may not believe in? Hmm. You know, really try to open up the doors for people to start talking to God, right? And, and then he does the rest. Like, I'm, I'm there to, like, open the door or plant a seed, but ultimately he's going to water and do the rest. And so, um, again, every situation is going to be different, mm-hmm. you know? So you, you know, for a guy that jumped out of a third-story plate glass window and fell three stories and hit an awning which saved your life, but cause you also to have remembrances every day that you did jump out of a three-story window. How, but you're a physically fit guy. I mean, you're a guy that works out. I mean, your first job after you getting healed was working in a gym. I mean, that's a pretty amazing story. How often at the gym, when you're working out, do you get a chance to to share your story with people? 
Well, you know, a, a lot of times, again, I'm a very outgoing guy. And so, you know, I talk to a lot of people. I love people. I mean, that's just something God put inside of me. I just love people and I love talking to people. I love relationships, getting to know people. And what happened was, is like, um, depending on the stage of, of, of fitness, like early on when people started seeing me get pretty big, pretty fast, more muscular, like they were asking me how I did it. And that would just give me an opportunity to share, um, uh, my story on, on the things that I had been through. But even now as a personal trainer and being in the, the fitness realm, you know, I think the number one issue for people is back pain. Like, Oh, I can't do that because of my back. Well, because not only because of what I've been through, um, but I'm also a certified trainer, you know, I have the education, the experience and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, depending on who I'm speaking with, I can really get into a God conversation or just keeping it science. And, um, but the science will, those conversations will lead into God conversation because I will always mention because I'm very proud of the father and I'm, I'm, I'm proud and, and uh, boastful in, in him and his abilities. Um, because a lot of people don't make it on, on the other side the way I did. And so, um, I just try to encourage and, and I want to share, you know, the things that my body had to go through to get where they're at today. Um, but you know, God trust on me a long time ago that when I was in my healing, that I was going to go back into the world in the fitness and that I was going to use fitness, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as a, a, a avenue to help people heal. And that's something he pressed on my heart, but that was mm-hmm. part of my purpose. And, and I understood that, but I spent a lot of time with him in those down stages, right? You know, just talking to him and picking up the word and stuff like right. that. So, you know, there, there was a lot on my end where it's just like, even in those days where I got out of bed and, you know, my feet would hit the ground and I was in so much pain and I'd break down crying. I had a purpose and I had hope because I had God. Right. And now, and now it's like, uh, I'm, I'm going to take one step at a time. And that's You're, what it is for most of us. You hey, just, we're out of time. time. I want to make sure people get a chance uh, to get your website. Tell your website. Oh, so it's robdeckerspeaks.com. You can, uh, you can reach me through the website. Perfect. And, uh, RobDeckerSpeaks.com. Rob Decker, thank you for being on I Work For Him. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I Work the number four, him.com.